the gift of technology. This is the message that I feel deeply in my heart to share. And this is Wisdom Podcast with Katarina Satori. Now, their relationship with technology can go through many different stages, right? If you are uh, my peer, if you share your work online, on social media platforms, or you share your voice on podcasts or YouTube, um, your relationship with technology will go through different phases, just like any relationship, from the honeymoon phase to maybe some rough patches and the moments of discontent and then um, a rebirth of the relationship, right? That's how I see any relationship will go through stages and the phases. And I like to point out a unique opportunity that we have right now. We live in the world of almost instant global connectivity. And when I think about the teachers that I admire, such as Wayne Dyer, right? Such as Yogananda and many others, Napoleon Hill, uh, truly the thought leaders of their time who didn't have internet, who didn't have social media, who were traveling uh, many long distances to spread their message. When I think about specifically of Yogananda and the way he was sharing his message by giving hundreds of free public lectures, hundreds of them. I just imagine the, the level of commitment and the level of energy it required. And he's sole assignment was to bring the science of yoga to the West. And that sole assignment was bigger than his tiredness sometimes, maybe bigger than uh, desire to stay rooted in one place. When we connect to our true soul assignment, we connect to a much bigger power that lays uh, dormant in us. And when we see the unique opportunity that we live right now, opportunity that Wayne Dyer did not have, right? And Wayne Dyer was a very famous author and a speaker who brought um, the, really the topic of intention and the topic of um, seeing everything as a miracle and topic of the soul. And I remember learning in his autobiography that when he self-published his book, or publish his book, it was still his key responsibility to promote that book, right? So he could have just went a traditional uh, public promotional way, but he wanted to take charge and he listened to instructions from his higher self that gave him an idea to go to a radio station and to give, again, free talks. And he would go to radio station and then another radio station and then another radio station. And he would give freely his time. He wasn't getting paid for those talks, but he would answer the questions, live questions from the audience. And then at the end of his free talk, he would let people know about the book. So Wayne Dyer has always been such a model, role model for me. Uh, he was known 
to get up at four in the morning and to write his book. And whenever I experience any resistance to writing, speaking is easy for me. I could speak, uh, if you just wake me up in the middle of the night, I can speak easily. Writing touches a more soft, vulnerable space within me. And so with something that touches vulnerable, soft space, I require a much bigger devotion to make that skill strong. So I look for role models. I look for my inspiring, um, inspiring examples of other human beings who have done what I desire to do. So when I think about Wayne Dyer and his prolific writing, it didn't happen without discipline. Four in the morning, he would get up and he would write. And he would write 5,000 pages sometimes um, in a week. And it, that takes devotion, right? But then he not only would write the book, he would use the media channels available to him at that time, which was radio, right, uh, in his earlier career. And he would, he would travel to the radio station. He would make his way there. He would uh, propose, uh, propose his idea to the person who ran radio station, right? <laughs> and so it's, you know, there was a lot of action on his part to make sure the ideas that he so believed in because he wanted to shift the collective. He wanted to shift the collective. And how do we shift the collective? Well, by introducing new thought, by introducing new ways of being, by introducing new ways of, of, of facing the unknown future. And I truly see technology as a gift. And I've been working with Arcturians for quite some time. I work with different ascended civilizations, specifically the Hathors, the Pleiadians, the Syrians, the, the Arcturians. And I, until this point, I kept that connection very private because the, my star guides really been very specific about me embodying, embodying the things before I channel them. So just recently, I started receiving green light from them to share, to share, to share. So one of the key messages that started coming through is that technology is a gift. And in my work, in my service, I often support uh, emerging voices, upcoming wisdom teachers, and I help them embrace the gift of technology, embrace the freedom and the power that comes with visibility and to truly see the unique opportunity. And it begins with changing our attitude. In the beginning, it's, it's totally human to have resistance, right? And then if we're not transforming the resistance into our power, that's where the challenge begins because we're not moving forward by perceiving the burden of technology instead of seeing the gift in that. So one of my gifts as a six-line pr profile in human design and the gene keys, I help people think differently. So I inspire others to see the gift. What a unique gift of connected world that we live in right now. And technology is a tool. Uh, yes, technology can be a source of distraction, but if we don't blame technology and if we 
see the reality that, ha, huh, I am so easily distracted, whether it's by uh, by romances or whether by other people or whether by technology. So if we stop the blame and take more personal responsibility around our focus, then we begin to really approach the technology as a gift that it is. This is my message that it has never been easier to share your voice with the world. And we have instant global connectivity at the touch of a button. This is not random because the way we shift the collective is by shifting the consciousness. And the way we shift the consciousness is by bringing new embodied wisdom ancient wisdom from modern times, your personal story, your personal voice, and you can do it with the gift of technology. This was Katarina Satori. I hope I brought this perspective to you at the right time. If you're listening, if you're tuning in, that it means to me that this was for you. And I just invite you to Examine your attitude. What is your relationship with social media? What is your relationship with technology? Because when you turn your attitude from resistance to appreciation, your results and your experience of social media or technology will radically shift. Believe in yourself, believe in your voice, believe in the transformation that's taking place in the world. And we can only do it together when we unite when we support each other, when we encourage each other to see the unique gift of technology. Thank you for spending this time with me. If you'd like to visit my virtual home, it's easy to find www.katarinasatori.com I offer a variety of online programs from business mastery to mystical brilliance, as well as live events and private one-on-one -on -one mentorship. Reach out, leave me a review, submit a question for the podcast. And until then, remember that you are so loved, so held, and so seen by the great spirit who is the mother to us all. 